Welcome to 30 Minutes with Nettie. My name is Nareda Fernandez. I go by Nettie, and I am your host. The mission of 30 Minutes with Nettie is to provide a platform to discuss and share personal stories to enhance our understanding and personal growth. The idea is simple. The more we share, the more we can learn from one another. Hey guys, welcome to week 30 of 2017. Joining me today is Jose Angel Contreras. Some of you may remember him from episode 17. He joined me to discuss his educational journey and he shared two experiences that led him to depression and how he was able to overcome it. The reason I invited him again is because since then, he has published his book, The Numbers Do Lie, and is a host of his podcast, Decoding Millennials. Hey guys, I'm here with Jose Contreras, Jose Angel Contreras. Hi, Jose. How's it going? The last time you shared with us about your experience and challenge that you had getting your master's and you shared with us, I, I, what I remember most about your episode is the reason why. And I remember you talked about your family, you talked about your mom. Yes. Um, so I just wanted to invite you back uh, because you have a book out. You published a book, The Numbers Do Lie. So why don't you tell us how that went about? Yeah, so, you know, I wrote the book you know, the last semester of my upgrad school. And um, so one of the reasons I wrote the book, because of um, I saw a another speaker, her name is Yolanda Moore, and she, I asked her, how can I do what you do? You know, speak at different universities or speak at a school or speak to a conference. And she was like, I'm going to tell you something that's going to scare you. I'm like, what is that? I was like, oh, well, I need you to write a book. And I was like, you're the second person telling me that. And I was like, my mom told me about that, you know, to, to do it. And I was, so I was like, well, your mom was right. So my last semester of grad school, I started to write my, my book. And I titled my book, The Numbers Do Lie, because I feel that in today's world, we can easily be brainwashed to think negative about ourselves or be reminded of how many times we have failed or even look at social media and see someone a success and be and think that we're not worthy of being successful. And for me is that growing up, I used to look at these numbers, meaning the GPA, meaning the times I failed in life or the things that I didn't have in life and think that I wasn't successful. And I want to challenge the phrase of uh, many have heard in the hip hop world or even in the sports world, uh, the phrase uh, say, that says women lie, men lie, the numbers don't lie. I want to challenge that. And I wanted to prove that wrong. So for the past six years, I've been, I've, been, I've been on this journey to prove that phrase wrong and say that the numbers do lie. Because the times you failed you know, in the past or in the present does not define who you are in the future. But it's up to the person to realize you know, what they have in front of them, what they need to do to change who they are. And for me, in the book, I explained how many times I failed in my education. I, you know, I failed third grade, did horrible my ICTs, and I barely got into college. And I, I graduated college, but, you know, just barely. But I also talk about my personal life, too, regarding relationships, regarding career crisis in my life. Because, because you know, if I, if I would have looked at it 
in those, those situations, I could easily just feel as I'm not worthy to be on this on this earth. I'm not worthy to be successful. I had to set myself straight and self-assess of what do I need to change to be the person I am to be on this world. And I just share the principles, you know, what I use to 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 be successful, to be an author. Now I created my, my own podcast uh, to move to a different state to advance in my career, uh, to coach others uh, who are who had who want to find a career, build a career so they can, you know, do what they love because I want to help them out. And these principles have really shaped me. And I've learned that failure equals success. And I'm proud of my I'm proud of being a failure because it formed me who I am today. Nice. Yeah, I was reading that. Even when you um decided because even going getting your bachelor's is it's pretty tough for a lot of people, you know, and yeah, and yeah you accomplished that. And I know that your your uh what your GPA was a little low, so that that kind of you know could have stopped you from pursuing your master's degree. But you went, you know, you went for it, and you had to take extra classes to be able to get into this master's program. So, what happened between your bachelor's and your master's? What happened? Was it the marathon that like click made you switch? Well, what the what made me want to get, you know, between my bachelor's and let's say my master's, there was a whole a time period of who is Jose, and what does Jose need to do. You know, I was in a relationship that wasn't successful. It was an unhealthy relationship. And I had to realize what did I need to do to change for myself and not rely on someone else to love me. I had to love myself first. Mm -hmm. And also there was a career crisis where I was working in the field, in the mental health field. Mm -hmm. And I realized that I'm not meant to be in, to work in the mental health. I, I can't. This is not me. I'm not making an impact. This is not. These are not my talents. These are not my skills mm -hmm. where I need to be. So I made a promise to myself that from here on now, that I will position myself to work in a field that I'm, I'm using my skills. I'm using, I'm, I'm, I'm doing what I love. So since 2014, I haven't been working. I haven't been working on my purpose. Mm -hmm. And just, you know, from college between my masters, I have been really getting to know who I am and mm -hmm. surrounding myself with the right people to help me think differently and challenge my mindset of what I need to do. Because if I surround myself with the same people, my mentality doesn't change. Mm -hmm. I was, I'll, I'll still be thinking like I was in college or in high school. And for me, what I wanted for myself is that I want a whole lot more. Mm -hmm. For me, I want to, I want to build generational wealth. You know, my mom has done so much for me. And there, during that time, you know, between my ma my bachelor's and master's, I got to know who my mind was, and that really pushed me to understand who I am, my identity. Uh, when I did the book launch for, you know, for my book, The Numbers Do Lie, someone asked me, "How do you?" How, what do you teach a, a young Latino to help to find their identity? I was like, well, ask your parents. Why did they come to the U.S.? What was their reason? What was their struggle? And when I found, when I asked my mom those questions, I, it put me straight into, to, and it, it taught me that I have no reason to be successful, no, no reason why I can't be successful. Mm -hmm. Because my mom came to the stage at the age 19, you know, without a word of English, and she hustled so hard to be an entrepreneur and it made me feel like, you know what, I had to work 10 times harder and, and, and to, to kind of take over and take mm -hmm. the torch from her so I can build that future for my family and build that generational wealth. When you were talking about this, I thought about two things. One was how it seems like, well, for, for me too, when I decided to write the book and kind of to tell myself I'm going to live a life where I'm actually living, it was during a dark moment. 
So I think that one thing that we could take out of this or pick up out of this is that just like you, sometimes when everything in our life seems to be going wrong, that could be like the moment of breakthrough. Like that is when we could take time to to kind of sit and reflect with our own selves, our own mind and say, what is it that we want? Because ultimately we do have the choice. You know, like for example, you were in a bad relationship. Ultimately, you could have stayed in that bad relationship, unhealthy relationship, but you made a choice, right? So I was just thinking, oh, yeah. as, when you were saying that, I was like, man, like sometimes we think when we're going through, you know, hard times or, you know, when our jobs suck, when our, like, our relationships suck, our, we could, sometimes our world could close on us, but in reality, that's when we could make shit happen. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And I always tell people that you can either complain about it or do something about it. Like, I've also learned you can't play the victim. You know, it's if you want to grow, if you want to change, it's up to you. And I, even like last week, I had a speaking engagement at the University of Wisconsin Milwaukee, and I was speaking to thirty or 30, 30, 35 students, uh, Latino students, and I told them that I want them to look at their failures in education differently. I want them to embrace failure because it's going to shape who they're meant to be. But it's up to them to to analyze what they need to do to accomplish, you know, their, to earn their education. Mm-hmm. And I told them that your education does not mean your degree. It means to be a student of life mm-hmm. at all times and to realize that, you know, whatever's in front of you, you can either accept it or, or change it because your goal, your vision is your vision. I can't want it more than you. You had to put in that effort. Like everything that I've gained over the years is because I want it. I want to be an author. I want to create my own podcast. I want to move to a different state. I wanted to, you know, uh, be a speaker. I want to coach people. My family didn't teach me that. They taught me discipline. They taught me respect. They taught me all of that. But at the end of the day, I learned not to rely on my family. At the end of the day, I had to learn that I can't, I had to let go of my old habits. And so, so many people are afraid to let go uh, their old habits because they're being so comfortable. They're afraid of uh, step, to step out of their comfort zone. Well, when you step out of your comfort zone, good things happen. And I've been stepping out of my comfort zone ever since, what, 2012. And since then, I've been climbing to a whole different level and experienced life in a, in a different way. And I love it. I don't want to be the same old person every single year. You know, so many people can upgrade their new phones, but they don't upgrade, upgrade themselves. Like, Ooh. that's sad. They're, yeah. they're, they're also a geek for some new, for, for, for some new J's. But they, they won't put put time and effort in their dreams. Right. And you wonder why you're not growing. And you wonder why everybody's succeeding. Well, because you don't care. Mm-hmm. Another part that I really like, you brought up your mom. That kind of touches on something that I just recently, I mean, I've always, my mom has always been my motivation. And you know that that's kind of something we share. Mm-hmm. Um, but just recently I went to, I took a, a trip to Mexico with her for her birthday. And it's just a constant reminder of like, where she came from I think back of my grandma just coming over here with her six children not knowing the language um, to a whole nother country not only just moving to California but then bringing her whole family to Illinois Uh and retiring and still hustling still selling food still you know it's just something that yeah our our Latino uh, you know second generation or first generation Americans have to go back and talk to their moms or grandmas because that's our foundation. We That's our identity. Yes. 
And it's funny that you mentioned that because uh, I, I took I well a couple months ago I took a trip to my mom in San Antonio when I was speaking at a conference, and I was like, "Ma, I get it, I get it. I now I know why you work so hard. Now that I'm in this like world, you know, of building, you know, you know, in my prime in my career, I understand why she worked so hard. I understand why she wasn't home most of the most of the time uh, because she was working. She was working for my family. She was working for us." And now that, you know, obviously I'm engaged to, to your cousin, Marilyn. Now I see a life in a different way. I'm working for, I'm, I'm working for our future. I'm going to make sure that I have built something for our future family that they have that foundation so they can grow. So their kids, kids can look back like, wow, Abuelito did this. You know what? The least we can do is graduate high school. Okay, we can at least work and do something. There's no reason why we can't be successful. My mom already did the work. I want to take over so my nieces and nephew can be like, hey, if he grind it out, we can do it too. If they want to write a book, hey, let's go ask us, you know, our, our, our dad or our Theo. Let's do that. Or if they want to create a podcast, bet. All right, let's, guess, let's, let's ask him. If we, move up, if we want to move to a different state, hey, let's ask him too. So I want to gain as much skills and experience so I have that blueprint for them. You know, I feel like every generation, like, for example, our parents struggled and, you know, we're struggling a different type of struggle. But I could just imagine our future, like your children and, the, you know, your grandchildren. Um, we're, we're exposing them to something that is not common in our family. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you get this a lot. Like, do you get a lot of when you tell people that you're an author? Do you get like, what? Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Oh, like yeah. how like that's so cool or how did you do it or i always wanted to write a book you know like yep. um so just the again just being exposing other people that look like us to like hey this isn't like you could if we could do it you could do it yeah and shoot even go further than us really right that, that's what i wanted i tell the kids i need you out there i can't have you be basic i can't be have you be just average you know, I want you to be better than me. I need you to be better than me because I can't, we can't do it on our own. Yeah. Yep. You know, you, you're an author. You have your podcast too. You know, we can't do it. We can't reach everybody. There's like nine, seven billion people in the world. We can't connect with everybody. Mm-hmm. They have to take over. They got to step it up, especially with the social media. We can do whatever we want. But, you know, for us, we have to put ourselves out there so we can give them permission to do it as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. So let's jump a little bit into your um, into the podcast. So yeah, with the podcast, you know, I, I created um, uh, decoding millennials, and decoding means breakdown or, or translating in in, in, a, in different language. And a millennial is born from 1982 to the early 2000s, all depending you know which you know what your research online um, and whatnot. But the reason I created that podcast is because when people hear the word millennial. They say right away, oh, they're lazy. Oh, they're job hunters. Oh, they're, they're um, very entitled. And I was like, wait a minute. We're not all job hoppers. We're not all entitled. We're not all lazy. There's a lot of people in my circle, in my, my community, you know, friends who are grinding out, who are working so hard in community and actually working 10 times harder than you because some of y'all just go, go your, work your, your 40 hours and come home and just chill. There's millennials out there really trying to make a difference. And also, I want to educate my generation. 
I want to empower them with uh, with information about their finances, about their student loans, because I know everybody in the, everybody and their mama has student loans. Uh, also about if they want to write a book, how to do that. I bring in guests so they can teach them the, the, how to do it, or even reach out to them. And I, I want to create this movement for millennials to understand: Hey, you might be stuck in this situation, but you can get, you, you can get out of it. And also for the other older generation to understand who we are. Because in the next five to ten years, 75% of, of, of the people in the workforce are millennials. At yeah. the end of the day, businesses, you know, the future, they it's, it's going to be us and business owners or CEOs, whatever. They need us because we're the ones who are changing uh, how we shop or how we read or how we do things. So, you know, having this niche and also connecting with more millennials, I'm trying to help other uh, generations to understand who we are and how we can work together in the community. Nice, nice. So if someone wants to check out the podcast, where can they find it? it definitely, you can find it on iTunes and also Stitcher. So it's a Decoding Millennials podcast. Decoding Millennials. What's next? Uh, there's a lot of things where I want to, you know, my, my, one of the things I want to do is uh, work closely with the young professionals. Uh, as right now, I'm doing, doing coaching sessions as well, too, because I feel there's a lot of people who, who are out there who are who have degrees are not using them or who work, who are working in a position and they hate going to work on Mondays or they can't work. They can't wait to for Fridays just to get out and kick it. And I think that, you know, we're working most of our times where we're working for 30 years, might as well do something that you love. And when I had my career crisis, like I said, I, I made a promise to myself that I want to make sure that whatever I'm do whatever I'm doing, that I'm doing what I love. And I have, like I said before, I haven't been working since 2014 because I'm, I'm lit, walking in my purpose. I'm doing what I love. And, you know, that's, you know, my full-time job and also uh, as, as, as writing books, you know, the podcast and coaching sessions. I want to help job hunters to find their purpose. I want to help them to, like, to, gain, to land multiple job offers. I want to help them to ne uh, gain new network strategies because 90% of the jobs that are available online – are not are, are, I mean the, the 90% of the jobs that are available are, are not going to be online they're going to be all through networking all through communicating and a lot of people don't realize that and a lot of people are applying for jobs without a purpose mm -hmm. you know and it's like no just find out who you are what do you need to do what are you good at like start working on that start working on your career build that career that you want and I've done that since um, 2014 and it has been great and I've you know, when I go to work, when I do what I love, it's 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 not work. Yeah, and that's when you know. What's that quote? If you um, if you love what you do, you'll never have to work. Something yes. like that. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. You'll never have to work. That's for the awesome. Rest of your life. Yeah. yeah for the like rest that. of your life. Awesome, awesome. So I I do have I do keep up with you on uh, Instagram and Facebook. So you've been uh, being the speaker to some leadership conferences right or like seeing with uh, yeah. students and stuff like that yes i spoke in san antonio last month and also spoke at the um at a high school i was a keynote speaker at a high school graduation and that was a great experience uh i'm walking in i knew i was to speak to a big group but i didn't i didn't know it was to be more over there over 200 people and i was excited to speak to uh to a latino a latino families and also latino students about how to succeed how to be that student on uh, your next journey and to be successful. So it's been a great experience this past couple of months of speaking uh, and speaking engagements and because just able to share my story and be in front of other other students 
who have failed or who are afraid of earning their education or who don't know what to do during college or after college and sharing my story, how I overcome the barriers to be who I am today. Right. Thank you for sharing your story and for being that representation for our Latino men and just just humans in, in, in general, right? But I just know that you are definitely making an impact, especially in our Latino community. So I do wrap up all the podcasts with the same two questions. One current goal that you're working on and an art in a form of a book, film, or music that you'd like to share with us. And just an FYI, I am going to put all your links so that people could connect with you and that way get a hold of you. Most definitely. Cool, cool. I think that uh, the book that I... Definitely the book they should start reading is uh, get a copy of my book, The Numbers Do Lie. You know, for the ones who are, who question about their about their future or question about, you know, their failures and, you know, who need a set of principles to really follow through what they need to do, definitely get a copy of my book at The Numbers Do Lie on Amazon or thenumbersdolie.com. And one of the goals that I'm working towards now is, is working with more young professionals and building their network and creating their career or their purpose of where they want to be in the next five to 10 years. Okay. okay. Everyone who listens to 30 Minutes with Nettie, I definitely recommend The Numbers Do Lie. I got a copy myself and I, it's a quick read and, and it's a good one. Thank you so much, Jose. Anything, any last words? Yeah, definitely check out Decoding Millennials podcast. If you or know someone that you love, you know, has student loans and is drowning on, you know, a student loan debt, definitely check out the podcast. Or, you know, any, or if you, you know, want to learn how to lose weight, is a, uh, check out episode eight. There's so much uh, information, also subjects in my podcast that can be beneficial to you or someone that you love. So definitely check out Decoding Millennials on iTunes or Stitcher. Alrighty, and I will put the link out for Decoding uh, Millennials as well. Sounds good. Thank you so much, Jose. Alright, thank you. Thank you for tuning in today. Let me know what you guys think of today's episode. If you would like to join me in a discussion, email me at nettiespodcast at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram and Twitter under at nettiespodcast. Please continue helping me spread the word by sharing the podcast with your friends and family. Hope everyone is having a good week. I will talk to you guys soon. Peace. Better